Hi, this is Nina. Um, welcome back to Finding the Me and Look With Me, a podcast where I share my spiritual journey into the religion of Santeria Look With Me. Um, it's so funny. This is only my second episode, and it's taken me a long time to even get to this one because I keep starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting and stopping and trying to find, like, a right place to be because I don't know a lot within the religious world. I'm still learning a lot. And I think it's funny because I was talking to my godfather and he even said, you're always going to be a student. There's no one that knows everything. There's just some that know more than others. And of course, you know, it's cute for him to say that um, because it, yet I haven't asked him a question yet. He has no the answer to <laughs> But, like, I kept starting this, and I kept trying to be, like, you know, philosophical with the way that I spoke and, and try to, you know, really deep dive and, and this and that and try to, but that's not my character. That's not who I am, and I think it's a little stupid for me to try to act like I'm some, you know, radio host or some uh, CNN special when that's really just taking away who I am and, and why I might be, um, I don't know, somebody you might listen to on a, pack, on a podcast. So with that being said, I decided to just scratch all the other episodes that I was working on and just try to have like a more natural and a more real conversation because... I identify with real more so than I do with an automated line, right? Like, you know, when you call like Amazon, for example, and you get that somebody that's like, you know, in a third world country answering the phone, they're reading a script versus you get somebody in the U.S. and they're just talking to you. So, yeah. Anyway, so I won't be, <laughs> I won't be the third world country script. I'll just be, I'll just be the U.S. So... My first podcast, I, I kind of gave like this like brief breakdown of like who I am and what led me here and blah, 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 and, and just kind of spoke a little bit. Uh, so, but, but I didn't get to really like really talk and, and really like give you all like the, the tidbits, uh, if you will, on everything that made me make this decision and maybe might even help you with your decision. Or if you want to add into that conversation and, and share with me, with us, what is helping you make the decisions that you're making within your spiritual journey. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be Santeria. It could be, you know, your, your journey into Buddhism. It could be into Christianity. It could be into Judaism. It could be into uh, Islam. It could be into anything because faith is faith, regardless of what we call God. Um it's still our faith and it's still what what helps keep us grounded and it help us it helps keep us focused but for me going into to my past and going into my background i think uh, i think i'll start from the very beginning and the words of the sound of music right let's start from the very beginning <laughs> 
<laughs> Stupid. Don't pay me no mind. Well, no, no, no. Pay me mind because I, I want you to don't don't change this. this. You know, don't pay that part no mind. Anyway. So when I talk about like where I am now, um, it's none of your business how old I am, but I would say you know I'm a boys to men fan when they were up and coming. And I was a 90s girl. So that should give you a little brief breakdown of where I am. Anyway. So I go back into my childhood. And my mom, um, I don't remember if my mom had a boveda. A boveda meaning like a spiritual altar for the for your, your ancestors that have passed or any spirits that walk with you. Um, I don't remember if she had one. But... Her behaviors were very much within the religion. They were very much spiritual. Like, um, she could uh, see things. She knew how to read cards. She knew how to read water. There were times that she would be like, you know, getting ready to let me go to a party and then like change her mind at the last minute. Um, my mom used to make chocolate. So she would sit down with this broken baba like the 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 strap was broken so she made like a knot in the corner and she would sit down on our beat up couch we grew up in the projects and she would paint her chocolate um on these molds because my mom you know a single mom of three young children um who was a paraprofessional which is like a teacher's aide um, didn't really make a lot of money. So she worked full time, did after school programs, went to school at night, sold chocolate. I mean, she hustled. But anyway, she would sit there, paint her chocolate. And, uh, I don't know if anybody had the old big box TV that it was like the dial on top had like the AM channels and the dial on the bottom had like the regular channels. Well, the, the bot dial on top used to have the box, which was like the music video channel, but then it also had, um, like Walter Mercado, he would come on. So my mom would watch Walter Mercado and read all the, and listen to all the tarot while she painted her chocolate. And, you know, when she had a headache, she would say, you have to put a red, a red, uh, bandana on your head and that's what she would do. And, you know, we were never allowed to, to sleep in dark clothes and we have to sleep in white clothes and we had to have light sheets on the bed and we were um we had to shower before we went to do we have to shower before we went to sleep or is that just me i don't remember but i remember we weren't allowed to have dark on the bed and we weren't allowed to sleep in the dark because sorry about that because she would say that when you're sleeping that's when you're at your most vulnerable and you don't want to welcome any negative any negativity so you want to sleep like in light clothes and then like on top of like a, a house uh, when I say house I mean like the apartment door there was always like religious uh, pictures I don't remember exactly I think there was one of like an angel fighting off the devil I don't remember what it was but you know that was on top of our, our front door and it was like you know we grew up in a time of you got a toothache, you went to the dentist. You had a headache, you took an aspirin. 
you had spiritual struggles, you had your Sandera, you had your Lalao, you had somebody that was within the religion that was your confidant, that's who you went to. And you would go get a reading and you would then go to the botanica and do a limpieza, meaning like a cleaning, or they would tell you something that you have to do to help you with whatever's ailing you. Whatever whatever it is that's going on at the moment, they would say, you know, just go ahead, go do this, 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 and that. Um, so it, it was a part of life. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like we were we didn't grow up with this like tabooish, like, ooh, uh, you know, a spiritual store. If anything, growing up in the Bronx, like you with with any within any walking distance, there was always um a botanica, uh a liquor store um the laundry uh, a chicken spot a chino's like a chinese food restaurant like that was always within walking distance and that was just a part of what you would see it wasn't uncommon to see a botanica it wasn't uncommon to you know see somebody with their with their collares it wasn't already day that was just it was it's where we grew up it was part of the norm but i say that to say if you didn't grow up in those areas, then maybe it might be a little something, uh, a little weird to see, especially when media dictates so much of how we see things and how we feel about things. Like, you know, weed was like, so, oh my God, you smoked marijuana? Like, <laughs> and now there's a dispensary on every other corner. I, you know, it's easy to make something scary out of nothing. But if you do the research and you realize it's a religion like any other religion. Yeah, there are things that you may not understand, but that's up to you to do the, to do the homework if you choose to and understand it. And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned from this is like, if you're not going to do the work, to try to figure it out. And trust me, I'm still doing the work because there's still some things I really don't understand. Um, or even trying to like rationalize some things, you're always gonna have like this critical mindset. Anyway, so going back, um, yeah, so we would go, my mom would get a reading if there was something going on. And it's funny because my grandmother would, you know, go get her readings too. And it, you see, it's like, you know, family, like my grandmother did it, my mom would do it. It wasn't, a, wasn't anything out of the norm. Nobody had ever done their santo. Nobody had ever be kind of crossed the threshold of actually entering into the religion, um, except me. But the interest was there and the respect was there. And the knowing that this was real, it was there. And I, I guess I, because I just grew up around it, I never actually realized that it was surrounding me. And it would just be so crazy because I say things. Um, and those that practice, you know what I'm talking about. Those who don't, maybe you believe me and some of you may not believe me at all, which is totally fine by me. Um, but yeah, I remember being a little kid and... I would have these weird dreams about seeing things and, and like either they would come to fruition or like it would be like a scenario that that was that either happened already. Um, 
like I knew roughly more or less when my mom was gonna die. I knew I have somebody really close to me who was pregnant and somebody was doing some stuff to her that her child was was gonna be born um like either stillborn or gonna be born with like a mm, some sort of like a uh, what do you call it, like a physical condition or a disability and I dreamed that that child had a disability but the way that I dreamed it was it wasn't they had disability I dreamed someone coming in and doing something to them like like throwing a powder in their face or something that gave them the disability after they were born and I had no idea that there was any type of friction from before that so how would I have known do you know what I mean like it's too many coincidences to be a coincidence. And I think that's like the biggest thing when it comes to your spiritual journey. Because you have to, you can't just ignore what's trying to smack you in the face. Like, um, I went into my santo, right? Which, by the way, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I am completing three months of doing my santo in about three days is it is it three days it is three days and not a day sooner when i tell you um and you know during when you do your santo they do you know some readings they do they they dig deep i don't like to divulge too much of what the processes are even though now on on internet there's no privacy there's no respect for the for the process but I'd rather not give my, I'd rather not be disrespectful in that way. You know, I was told that those are some, there's some things that you just need to shut up on and I respect that. But there are, there is a reading that does happen. And um, they kept telling me, you have a family member that passed that's close to you. You have a family member that passed that's close to you. And from a very long time, I just felt this connection to my brother. And my brother... I have another brother who's living in Yonkers, I think. I don't even know. But I, my mom's first child was born. Um, he only lived a few days. But there was such this, there was such a crazy connection to him that I, I felt it spiritually. I felt it. I couldn't. We just, we have these. Uh, I think his sign to me was one, two, four. Because everything connected with me and him is those three numbers like he he died on valentine's day 214 my mom died at 241 my birthday is 124 like and the list goes on and on i there's so many similarities with the numbers one two and four and i just felt like i felt like you know either it was just connection i couldn't figure out what the connection was but i felt the connection to someone that i've never even met who breathed in a different time frame than i did because he was the firstborn i was the last born but anyway so when they did that reading they said you know you, you have somebody who, who um a family member who you know passed and they're with you and whatever and i asked is it my brother and they said yes and it was it was reassuring to me because not that i needed them to say that yeah they could have said anything but i knew that i felt that i felt there was something there i felt like he was there with me and and it gave me the confirmation 
And I didn't just feel it. I've always felt it. So when you talk about, when I talk about where I am in my spiritual journey, it's important that I remember my past because my past created my present and my present is what dictates my future. So, and if you didn't catch it, I was real like, you know, poetic justice right there. <laughs> I will not remember a damn thing I just said. Anyway, um, so, you know, just being younger, seeing things, I, and it wasn't just like I would have dreams, um, I would have visions, I would say things that somebody was thinking and I didn't realize it. And it was a lot of like, oh my God, you're so creepy. Why did you say that? I was just thinking that. Or how did you know this? And how did you know that? And, and I didn't. But it was just things that came out of my mouth. And like I said, too many coincidences are no longer coincidence. So when I did finally start to like venture into this, I'm like, oh shit, that makes sense. I get this now. I get that now. I understand this. I understand that. And it, it's, it's, it was a great decision for me to do. But again, there are some people that maybe ventured a little bit and then decided it wasn't for them. There are some people that are scared of this religion. There are some people that do not, their family practices this religion. I think for me, and again, I only speak for myself. Please know, I don't pretend to be some, you know, uh, I, I know everything. I don't know a damn thing. I am, I am so fresh, it's not even, I am, I am the new car smell of Santeria. Like, that's, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm just trying to make sense of everything. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to figure out why three candles, not four, which I did learn. So don't come at me, but like, I'm trying to just learn, learn the way through, but also I want to share as I'm learning because I didn't get anyone to share with me as they were learning. So I, I didn't know, I didn't have anybody that I could connect with. I didn't have anybody that I could talk to. I didn't have anybody that I could be like, oh shit. She went to that. I went to that. She's going to that. Or he's going to that. It doesn't have to be female. It could be male. It could be whatever. So <laughs> I just I just want to, to preface with that because I feel like nowadays people are so fucking sensitive where it's like, oh my God, you said this and, and you said that. And now I want to cancel you and let's do this cancel culture. Like just now I curse totally by accident. I am... Um, I don't like saying curses. I like saying colorful words. They're colorful words. So I, I'm going to try not to. I'm not going to edit it out because um, that's just going to be too much work. And it's only my second episode, which means 99% of you probably won't even listen to this one. But um, God, I forgot what I was even saying because I just got so thrown off that I cursed. But uh, yes, so this is very new to me. I am still learning. I'm going back. Uh, I did my Santo in Cuba and I'm going back in a few days to do um, my ball. And, you know, I call my grandmother. I mean, my grandmother. Oh, she must be with me. All right, grandma. Both my grandparents passed away and I don't have a reason why I would have said that. So she must be around. Anyway, I have to call my godmother. I call my godmother 
constantly. I think she might be the first Cuban to ever say, please don't send me a recarga because you are blowing me up. Um, but I call her all the time and and uh, I'm fortunate to have good godparents and they always like are there, they listen, they, they hear me out, they educate me. And before I did my santo, she asked me, are you sure this is what you want to do? This is not, uh, you know, attend when you want to attend, ignore when you want to ignore. If you get to it, you get to it. If you don't, you don't. This is a part of your life. This is your spirituality. This is your center. This is, this is clearing out that radio static. Remember, remember that movie? What was that movie where the girl got sucked up in the TV? Um, and she was talking on the TV. It was all staticky. Poltergeist? I don't remember. Anyway, you know, me doing this, it was clearing that white static, that white noise out of my brain. And me starting to make sense of things and me starting to understand. And I'm still trying to figure all this out. And I'm happy that I'm fortunate enough to have a really good base to figure it out. Because it's a lot to figure out. And it's a lot to learn. And I'm creating my spiritual family. And I think that's what's so important. Because it's not just like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep repeating it over and over again. Having your spiritual house in order is so essential because you could end up with a godmother or a godfather who really ain't worth a lick. And then what? It's not really going to help you much. Or you could end up with some godparents that are really just wanting to see you do well and wanting to be there with you and help you and help guide you through the process, which is what I have now. You know, I love to ramble so much. It's so crazy. I'm probably dizzy. I'm probably making you dizzy with my rambling. But I just wanted this episode to really just talk about like my childhood and just how when you're born, things are laid out for you. I'm a firm believer that when you are born, God has already given you a deck of cards. What you do with those cards is up to you. You know, we grew up in a really, I don't want to say really rough, um, but we didn't grow up. The way we were raised by, by, you know, I was raised by my mom, but my sister had my mom and my dad for a little while. We should not be where we are. I'll just say that. We've definitely overcome a lot of odds and we've definitely like been able to kick back at a lot of negative thoughts and negative ideas of what people may have had for us. Um, and I'm blessed and I'm blessed. And yes, I am doing my year in white. I am working in white. I have my headband. I mean, my, uh, head wrap, I have my pantyhose, I have my shorts, I have my socks, I have my shoes, I have my shawl, I have my umbrella, people stare at me in the street, and I am a-okay with it, because this is between me and my spirituality, this is between me and making the best decisions for myself, this is between me and my salvation, and it's not a decision that I made lightly, and because I didn't make it lightly, 
I'm not going to disrespect my process by now deciding, I, my godparents are over there. I'm just going to wear what I want to wear. And when I get home, I'll change into white. I am fortunate enough that I work in a, in a field that I am able to really do my yaboraje the way that I need to do it. Uh, I talked enough, didn't I? Yes, because it's 24 minutes. And I think I might have spoke about my childhood, which is what I really wanted to focus on. But I, I don't want it to be so, you know, um, PBS special. I want it to be a conversation. I want it to just, yeah, we might go from random topic to topic. and But isn't that how you normally talk to your friends? Isn't that how you talk to your family? You start here, you go there, you start here, you go there. That's really what I want this to be. For those of you that have ADD like myself, maybe you will follow this perfectly. Maybe you won't. It's totally up to you. But if you're with me and you, and you want to chime in, you want to add in, you have comments, you have a story to share, give me, uh, shoot me an email. It, it, I would love to hear from you. I would love to share your journey um, with any listeners and if, if there's a way maybe we could possibly link up and have you on the channel that'd be great um, my email is me m-e-n-lukumi at gmail.com again that's me m-e-n-lukumi l-u-c-u-m-i at gmail.com and again, this is Nina with Finding the Me in Local Me. And I will talk to you very soon. <laughs>